This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. It's an alien in a white room. Is it obsession? Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of seminal 80s horror anthology television show, Tales from the Dark Side, and reporting it back to you, I am Matt Noss. With me at the table are my two favorite people in the whole wide world, Jen Hansen and Matt Rose. Yay! What's up, everybody? How you doing, guy? Hi, Matt. Hey. Hi, Jen. Hi. Wow. Uh, for longtime listeners, you will know where we are, but if you're new... We are knee-deep in the final season of Tales from the Dark Side. Just a few episodes from the end. This Gasping is, for air. This is one of the last see the ceiling. four episodes yeah. of the season. And tonight is no exception. And tonight is no exception. We watched Going Native, and I think all of us going into this episode, not knowing what it was about, were very afraid that it was going to turn into a racist nightmare. Because <laughs> Tales has done that with episodes that didn't have a title that sounded like it could be racist. So. Who knew Seymour Lama was going to turn yeah. into Oof. an Asian stereotype nightmare? Right. Um, but it is customary around these parts that based on title alone, we guess what the episode is about. We even give you, the fair listener, the opportunity to guess as well. Uh, we call it the Dark Side Guess, and we announce the winner at the end of the episode. Um, so you gotta listen to win, Matt. You gotta listen to win. And you gotta play to win. You gotta play to win. You gotta spin to win. You, you gotta, gotta spin the choice. You gotta choose to spin. And then there's you spin. There's choose to spin. There's spin the choice. There's no whammies. There's no whammies. That's and Peggy stop. Hill, right? That is Peggy Hill. Spin the choice. Spin the choice is her game show. <laughs> Um, Just because that's everybody's favorite part of the game. A favorite part of any game is spinning. It's true, though. Yeah. So you can spin. You can choose. You can choose to spin. You can spin the choice. <laughs> it was choice a different spinner? Please yeah. tell me it was. Yes, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, who would like to go first with their guess of what Going Native was about? All right. Well, here's my guess. Going Native. On a tropical vacation, a newly married couple stumble upon the most racist episode of Tales yet, which is saying something. So you went full bore oh, for Oh, yes, it. absolutely. I leaned into it. Nice. Maddie. I was very concerned. <laughs> I was, too. So I tried, to, I tried to move it in a different direction. Um, going native. Dario Argento, esteemed documentarian and not the sexist pile of gross that filmed a rape scene with his own daughter, goes into his most dangerous location yet, Wall Street. Can he make it out without succumbing to the excesses of greed, lust, vainglory, and the need to hunt man for sport? Very Ooh. nice. Going native. Brian Jones is adept at many languages, but has abandoned his native tongue. But a mysterious message on his answering machine has led him back home to uncover a betrayal. Ooh. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. 
Unfortunately, none of these guesses were correct. So, Jen, please hit us up with the sweet deeds. Sweet deeds. This is season four, episode 17, my Oof. friends. Episode 17. Whoa. Going Native aired June 19th, 1998. Here is the description from IMDb. IMDb. An alien on Earth who is studying humans in a therapy group envies them and wants to be one. This episode was directed by Andrew Weiner or Andrew Weiner. Let's say Weiner. So do we think that description is correct? I uh, I don't know that she envies them and wants to be one. Right. And I mean, she said she's an alien, but she's also in a therapy group. So oh, uh, that's true. Interesting. We'll uncover more. Yeah. After this, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, Andrew Weiner uh, has two writing credits and one director credit. Uh, his writer credits, he has a co-credit for this episode, um, which he shares with uh, Ted Gershney. And uh, wait, did it say that he directed? So he directed this episode and co-wrote this episode. Whoa. I, thought, I thought the credits said that Ted Gershney directed. Uh, no, I read that it was based on a short story by Ted Gershney. Yes. Jeez, oh, for some reason I thought it said that he directed it as well. He's listed on IMDb with the director credit. Okay. <clears throat> um, it's nope. his only uh, We're going to stop the episode right here. We're yep. going to rewatch the whole <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, and then he has two writer credits, one for the episode for uh, Going Native and the other for Distant Signals. So two Ooh. alien episodes. Uh, episode was also written by uh, Theodore Gershney, uh, a.k.a. Ted Gershney. He is known for writing uh, several episodes of Tales from the Dark Side, including My Own Place, Ursa Minor, Distant Signals, and Ring Around the Redhead. All right. Yeah. Uh, this episode stars... Uh, Claire was played by Kim Greist. Uh, I know her from Brazil, uh, which was one of my favorite movies when yep, I was movie. younger. Uh, she was amazing in it. Mm -hmm. She was also in uh, Manhunter. She was in Throw Mama <sighs> from the Train. Uh, she was in her first movie appearance was in Chud. Oh, my what? God. What? Yeah. Um, I think that Brazil is great. I think that Manhunter gets an unfair drubbing from a lot of people. A manager like, is great. Yeah, Just because I, I it doesn't really have Anthony it. Hopkins in it doesn't mean... Well, uh, it had Brian Cox. Yeah. It was as, as Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, it's something it's that should be... It's because of Silence of the Lambs yes. being a watershed well, moment. And yeah. most people what? didn't know that... Manhunter existed. Right. Man, But the criticism that a lot of critics gave it was that it was style over substance because, I mean, Michael Mann was in like full Michael Mann mode. Mm -hmm. um, and so there was a lot of stylistic choices that, you know, weren't made for for other movies such as Silence of the Lambs. Um, but I, I personally really liked it. Mm -hmm. and I, I mean, did too. It's got fucking Tom Noonan yeah. as as uh, the Tooth Fairy Man. Yeah. Uh, John Apria played Lee. 
Uh, John was young Tessio in The Godfather Part Two. Huh. Uh, he was in The Manchurian Candidate. He was in New Jack City. He was in Bullet. Uh, oh was God. in Holy yeah, shit. yeah, lots and uh, lots of stuff. And for some reason, this episode. And for of some reason, Tales this episode <laughs> of Tales from the Dark Side. Uh, Cynthia David played Amy. Uh, Cynthia David, not a ton of uh, TV credits, just a handful. She was in a TV miniseries called A Will of Their Own, playing Abortion Woman Number One. <laughs> what, uh, what character did she play? Abortion Woman Number no, One. No, in this <laughs> oh, episode. Oh, in this oh, Abortion Woman Number One. <laughs> <laughs> She'll always be Abortion Woman Number Two to me. Uh, <laughs> she played Amy, uh, so I assume she was the woman with black hair. You Sad never really, Anne Hathaway. Yeah, you never really got a sense of. I don't feel anybody's like anybody names. was named in this. I'm very surprised they even had names. The the only one whose name I knew was the main character, and that was mm. Claire. Yes. Yes. Richard Coleman was Mark. Was he the other guy just standing around in the back? Maybe he was the one night stand. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Uh, he's been on every episode of TV ever. Hmm. He is an 80s hunk. Yeah, he is mm -hmm. an 80s hunk. Yep. He was like. young Frank in Parenthood. He was a police officer in Moonlighting. Oh, wow. Some fly by night. Some fly by night. Some fly by day. Oh, Al Jarreau, when did you Moonlight get here? Moonlight and strangers. <laughs> Who just met all the way. <laughs> Pamela Kenny played Janine. This is her only credit. So I don't know if... I don't know which one is is the therapist, like the one leading the group. Me yeah. neither. It would have It would have been really helpful if we had names. Yeah. I don't know, guys. I just, I don't know about... All, all I do know is that man lives in the sunlit world of what he believes to be reality. But there is... Unseen by most. An underworld. It's a place that's just as real, but not as brightly lit. Guys, it's a dark side. Oh, it's a real it's dark a side. It's a real dark side there. The door from the dark side swings wide open. <laughs> and it's been a while, guys, but... It's been uh, a while. I think we all know what's coming. Turn down the lights. It's time for a photo sideshow. And by sideshow, I mean slideshow. Sensual saxophone music comes on. And we hear the thoughts of a woman who clearly is not from this planet. <laughs> because she is backlit. <laughs> All right, let's turn it down. Um, oh, Boy, the lighting in this episode is insane. The lighting is insane, and this the, episode is it really is going for like some Red Shoe Diary saxing the, ass. The narration in this episode is a word salad. I am at least, I was happy that the narration was like thoughts in her head and not her walking around the apartment saying all of those things out loud, because yes. that would have been a true, real bummer. True. Where I was, but it was a word salad. It was sure. a word salad for sure, and also, I felt like they were like, "Look, this is art now." Yes, it had a real 1980s. We're gonna stay really quiet. We're not gonna have much sparse. Right. Really like. It's cocaine sparse. Yes. Like it's 
it's the Calvin Klein obsession commercial. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's for real. that's what for that real. group was. That's what most of this episode was, and it made me think of the SNL parody of it, oh, the, the compulsion right. one. Yeah. Oh, the one about the cleaning yes. products. The world's most indulgent cleaner from Calvin Klein. Yes. And it, her voiceover has that kind of like too close to the microphone, mm-hmm. wet mouth sound. Yes. Her first words are like, I photograph everything. everything. It's my mission. I should never have joined the group. This, <laughs> this cut to, <laughs> oh, to a guy murking a pillow. <laughs> in, in a Kanye West white room. <laughs> He's got a Nerf shiv. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing was like, what's going on? So what I wrote is that this looked like therapy to a person who's never been to therapy. I feel like this must have been a very specific branch of like 80s primal therapy that you have a lot of cocaine and then you get in a room with some Nerf shit and you just scream at a pillow. <laughs> All right, so it is now time for Maddie Comes Clean. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the type of process work that they were doing, I have done. Really? And it is incredibly powerful Okay. when it's not batshit insane like it was in that room. Yeah. Um, it. Um, I did it in this program called Taking It Lightly, and... It was like right after my dad left mm-hmm. and they were like, I went to therapy nearly immediately after. Yeah. So, hey, fair listeners, welcome to a cup of mat. <laughs> uh, I got suggested this process group mm-hmm. thing called Taking It Lightly. And P- Taking It Lightly is all about reframing. It's kind of like take a neuro-linguistic programming and take process group work that would be like you just assort, uh, just assign energy and feelings towards uh, that you're having and you work through it in a safe environment okay um so like the things that they were doing although they seem ridiculous on the outside having done that work it is incredibly powerful okay because when you're doing it your body doesn't know the difference okay so like it doesn't need it to be true Mm -hmm. It just needs to go through the experience okay and you can come out the other side of it like with great piece like you can bury a lot of things and it was incredibly helpful for me so before i completely bag on yeah how batshit crazy this episode was and how it presented it in the worst possible light i've actually done this work and it was incredibly helpful okay all right so it's not that i haven't done things like it to me it was everybody like it, it it wasn't him hitting the pillow right right it was everybody else standing around with like almost like non sequiturs. Like he's sitting there, like and they he's might as screaming. well have right. martinis in their hand. And yeah, and, and yeah. again, that's that's what kind of made it that eyes wide shut. Yeah, uh, you know, f- freak nightmare. Yeah, I don't know why everyone wasn't wearing like black turtlenecks. I mean, it was it was nuts. Yeah, right. In, in like in the process group that I went in, you're all in a circle. And you're circling and supporting the person who's doing this. This was like people were everywhere. Somebody like, might as well have been smoking and drinking seem, a mat- it martini. It didn't seem yeah. safe or supportive. Yeah, no. it, seemed, it seemed like they were just sitting around negging each other. Yeah. You call that pain? Also, 
the guy was violently beating up a pillow representing his wife. Yes. Yeah, that's that was that's uncomfortable. Not, that's not helpful. <laughs> the um the level of you instantly know that this was written by a man. Yes. Oh. <laughs> he did everything short of say my battle axe wife. Yeah. <laughs> Which is my favorite Norm Macdonald bit. <laughs> Because we've been married for so long, but he yeah. just he's like my battle axe wife, <laughs> <laughs> and it's such a throwaway line. Like, yeah. but he says it nearly every time he mentions his wife. <laughs> uh, and then the therapist comes up to him and says, "Are you finished with your wife?" <laughs> like she's a waiter. Um, uh, can I take your wife? Are you finished with this? Do you want me to wrap her up? Hey, uh, you ordered only uh, 10 minutes of thrashing your wife. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Can I get a, Can I get another order? Uh, you seem upset at somebody in the room. Her! Yeah, and they're pointing at Claire. Claire the alien. Spoiler yeah, the alert. Back, the backlit alien. The backlit alien. Yeah, this is a real glamour shots nightmare. Like, this <laughs> lens is covered in Vaseline. <laughs> She's been standing there for weeks. Why won't she let go? All you do is stare, Claire. I don't show emotion. Oh, her line reads are fucking bananas. Yeah, they are. They are borderline. They're like a bad Captain Kirk impression. (laughs) The lights look like that. I forget the name of the artist. I want to say it was like Goyer or something like that. The I didn't mean to go. You oh yes! <laughs> like they might as well have had half painted faces. Yes. <laughs> what there is one point that well, a woman's face turned and it looked like half her face was in cake makeup. Yes. Just because of how much white light was reflecting off of her. Yes. It is also very sexy. I mean, gauzy. And then she's back in her apartment. I shouldn't have joined the group. They know something is wrong. Stupid. Stupid. They frighten me how primitive they are. And she's going through these slideshows. And to be fair, the pictures are kind of cool. It's very yeah, like Humans great. of yeah. New I York. Liked, I like I liked, it. I liked the pictures. It was the narration that was just bananas. Yeah, it was shitty 80s commercial. One day... You'll find it too. Seven Up, the <laughs> Uncola. <laughs> like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> and on that day, I knew the pictures had changed, but also my mind. I'm loving it. <laughs> McDonald's. I. Oh, what's that? I knew in that moment that I was a cola nut. <laughs> Seven up the uncola. Sure, colors dance before my eyes as the curtain blows and their human faces and human bodies turn and whisper almost knowingly to me, wouldn't you like to be a pepper too? Dr. Pepper. Come on, fellas. Seagram's (laughs) golden wine cooler. How is it wet and dry? My, 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 my. my. 
This one is for Mr. Seagram. The it's been a while. Come on, guys. Let's just get into it. Seagrams. Golden wine cooler. Seagrams. Golden wine cooler. It's wet and it's dry. Golden wine cooler. My, 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 my. Golden wine cooler. Thank you. Yep. And then that's an act break. Yeah, It is an act break. <laughs> we'll be Almost back. like something had happened. <laughs> Nearly, but really a whole lot of nothing. We'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. She was a fever from which I will never recover. All heat and hunger. She inflamed my senses. Save me. And when she had devoured my very soul... Please, when I had nothing left to surrender, she abandoned me to the wreckage of myself and smiled. In the kingdom of passion, the ruler is obsession. Calvin Klein's obsession. Oh, the smell of it. At famous bar. She was... <laughs> what? Okay, wait, I gotta play the compulsion one back to back with it. <laughs> she was like the air, brittle and easily broken. How could one so perfect be so flawed? Dearest, not now. I'm busy. She was an incandescent angel, dancing on the edge in a ritual that was both innocent and jejun. Yes, she was. A translucent figure, glowing in the light and fire of her overwhelming passion. Save me. Why? I wonder which was the greater transgression. Loving her or abiding her immaculate madness? A little club soda will get that out. Liar! She was consumed, obsessed, never able to enjoy her own party. I alone felt her torment, her deepest secrets known only to me. If keeping a clean house is a crime, then let me be guilty. Guilty. Poor frightened creature. What was it we could not give her, or she understand? Somewhere between cleanliness and godliness lies compulsion, the world's most indulgent disinfectant. And Calvin Klein. Oh, It's fucking untouchable. It really is. For a parody, that is... It is perfection. But also, again, that going, Calvin Klein commercial. But going back to the Calvin Klein commercial is fucking insane. It's, it's almost out of its mind. Funnier now. Yeah, I've <laughs> forgotten how crazy it was. I the I, we gotta watch it one more time. Yeah, <laughs> even if we don't air it, I just want to watch it. I need to be able to talk about it because yeah. it's wow, wow. I okay. One second. Is there a longer version of it? No, I think this was this okay. was the commercial. She was a fever from which I will never recover. Okay, pause it. <laughs> <laughs> she was a fever of which I would never recover. <laughs> kind of real gestalt. You yes. need to say it a little less passionately. She was, she a, was a fever, fever I, which I would never, never recover. recover. 
Yeah, in profile, very uh, like ha- Bauhaus. Very yes, like. very Bauhaus. <laughs> All heat and hunger. She inflamed my senses. <laughs> okay. Slap. Yeah. So, so let's set up this scene. A father and son, maybe, are playing chess. Okay. Our narrator, who said she was a fever, which I never recover, is watching is her. peeking behind a staircase with some flowers. She has pulled away from who I only could believe is her mother character, slapped her in the face, and then clutched her chest like, I'm sorry. Save me. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. She says, save me to the little kid. Right. And then, and then runs away. <laughs> and now she's holding yellow flowers. Speaking to the man who's in love with her. Devoured my very soul. Please. When I had nothing left to surrender. <laughs> and now she, she picks some of the petals up and then just sprinkles dumps them on his them face. On his face. She abandoned me to the wreckage of myself and smiled. In the kingdom of passion, the ruler is obsession. Calvin Klein's obsession. Oh, the smell of it. I hate that part. Yes. Yeah, that's that's a man climax. Yes, it is. (laughs) He looks like Sufjan Stevens' dad. I really almost just did a spit take on the mic. <laughs> oh, the, oh smell the smell of, of it. it. Oh, the smell of <laughs> Illinois. Rope. Rope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're back. We are back. Oh. Let's talk about this episode a little bit more. So if you didn't get that she's an alien before we went to commercial, it's official now when she says the lines, I'm an alien. <laughs> My mission is I to forgot to mention this earlier. I should have mentioned it in the first act. <laughs> I'm an alien. Also, you did not live. You did not live. <laughs> Pitbull oh, Harry, it's, it's nice to see you again. Uh, it's been a while. <laughs> I am lonely and also <laughs> sultry and sexy. She was a fever, <laughs> one of which I would never recover from. Save me. Save me. Somewhere between compulsion and erections <laughs> are obsessions. Uh, so she's just looking through her pictures, trying to figure out humans, I guess. And there is... A photograph trying to understand the natives. Yes. Uh, she calls them natives several times, if you didn't get the name of the episode, which is Going Native. It is at this point that there is a rap tap tapping on her front door and she does the best doorbell answer which she just becomes miss prissy yes, yes. It's like, how does human mouth work yes how does salutation Ah, uh, greeting of door what how door she has a real how door yes but she's an alien. I'll allow it. I'm going to allow it. <laughs> it is the leader of the process group. Who may or may not be a therapist. I think <laughs> I think that because the audience listening is not able to see you do the air quotes, therapist. Let's... Yeah. Eh, 
okay. Well, call her a therapist, but she could just be like a group coordinator or something. I don't know. I don't trust the legitimacy of this particular group. No, no, I, I do not. I don't, I don't either. And this feels like a real pickup therapy group. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, hey, we're going to be in the rec center at uh, three o'clock. Oh, which room? The blinding white one. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if this was like a Groupon for therapy and people showed up and no one showed up for like to run the therapy yeah. session. So someone just does it. I did this once. Themselves. I'll do it. Yeah. Hey, just grab a bunch of the equipment from the water aerobics room. <laughs> Good, we got some pool noodles. <laughs> we are going to have fun. Some swim mats. Oh, some Sunny D. <laughs> it's purple stuff. <laughs> um, the leader of the group comes in and she's like, look, Claire, we, we know it was real rough in class today. You had to say words, but we all want you to come back. Yes. Well, I think that. The most important part of this to me was, what a lovely space. <gasps> You're right. She comes into this, what can only be described as a black room. A, a dark <laughs> black box theater. An empty garage with a projector in it. <laughs> what which, a lovely space. Which they've also used before yeah. in yep. countless multiple, productions. Multiple times. Yeah. So this is, we are in Ted Gershini's garage. <laughs> I'm confident in yes yeah, so this is this is the space they can always get yes <laughs> well we have that fucking dark ass garage just say it's lovely maybe they'll think we're talking about like further off stage <laughs> <laughs> what a lovely space so the the lady group coordinator leaves and uh, Honey Baby goes back to narrating her thoughts about humans and pictures. And I, it's very artsy, is what I wrote at this point. I can't go back. I can't go back. But these humans, they hate to be alone. I am not a human, for I am an alien. Rap a tap 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 rap a tap tap. It's Lee from Group. The guy who was the guy who was beating his wife pillow somehow <laughs> got her address, which this does not seem secure at all. None no, of, it's really not. None of this feels safe. No. None of it. Like in a group, you are not supposed to not supposed to use last names. You're not supposed to use last names. You are never to talk about why they're there. Right. You know, that confidentiality is, it's your bond yeah. to those people because mm -hmm. they're going to watch you. You have to have that trust. They're going to watch you go through something. Yeah. And you're going to go through something. And they're, yeah, like this would not happen. But he comes over to tell her, wow, this is an amazing place. <laughs> First words. Uh, so he's there to apologize. Oh, one thing that I loved that he did. So, do you guys know any photographers? I do. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, I, I, yes. So, one thing that I've gathered, photographers love you doing is just walking up and grabbing one of their expensive as fuck cameras. Yeah, they're expensive Nikon's and just yeah, just taking a picture of random things. Like, yeah. hey, I'm gonna take a picture of you for a change. Yeah. Like, no, don't don't do that. Don't yeah, touch pick your up stuff. your slides, do whatever, just walk into somebody's place after they watched you beat your wife pillow. <laughs> oh, a Nikon in nineteen eighty eight? I'm sure this doesn't cost 
five to eight thousand dollars <laughs> of current tw- 2018 dollars yeah those cameras are so expensive they mm-hmm. are but to be fair she's an alien and probably just thought that was food true <laughs> well she when she cuts herself she bleeds gold that's right oh it's raining again <laughs> <laughs> he then immediately hits on her which is so gross oh, oof. So gross and so uncomfortable, especially because her apartment feels like a dark alley. And it just, again, you know he's kind of creepy. It feels very unsafe. But, like, especially and after the next commercial break when we go back. And the woman is processing father trauma. Yeah. Way heavy-duty father yes. trauma. Like, this is not the... This is not a sexy episode. Right. You well, don't... This is also not a place to pick chicks up. Right, exactly. That is not a safe space. Yeah. You don't go and be like, you know where I'm going to bang some chicks? Process group. Process group, yeah. yeah. Like, no. Process group is to heal and work through and build trust and mm-hmm. get out of there. And yes, you will probably have feelings for people because there's a lot of emotions and energy in the room. Sure. You need to understand those and move on from those. Yeah. Weird. The whole vibe was weird. Mm-hmm. Mind if I just masturbate a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> I was super into it. So what I thought was funny is that he he talked about his ex for a while. And then he talked about the other girl in the class. Yeah. Yeah. And then as soon as he was done with that, was like, hey, how about you and me? And she... I don't think that this was an alien's reaction. I think this was a normal human's reaction. <laughs> this is like, actress's reaction. I, I no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that no is hard and fast. And then he, what did he say? It was like, uh, well, that's no, well, that uh, doesn't pretty... leave much room for interpretation. No and shit. I, and yeah. I said out loud, like that's what no means, yeah. you idiot. <laughs> and then uh, he goes, "Hey, just, just a, a goof. goof. Just a goof." <laughs> God, I used to love that show, though. Do you guys remember watching Just a Goof? Ah, uh, Just a Goof? Yeah. You know, the one where the guy dumped gasoline on the house yeah. and then lit a match uh, and then they caught goof. him? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, uh, it was just and a goof. And then he had to be their butler? Drink sound of China. Never met him before. Just a Goof. Yeah, just a Goof. <laughs> oh, Mr. Goofadare. <laughs> I'm here to give you advice about your AIDS friend. Wesley? <laughs> what is it, Mr. Goofadare? <laughs> One day I will burn this home down. <laughs> Just a goof. Oh, oh, oh Mr. Goofadare. Oh, gee, big guy. Relax. <laughs> Why, if it isn't baseball's Bob Uecker. <laughs> Have you guys seen... Just a goof, I mean. <laughs> whatever your name is on this show. <laughs> Have you guys seen the thing about the very special episode where Wesley's friend yes. has AIDS? Yes, I have. Yeah. It's by the yeah, same guy I've, that does Zach Morris's yes, trash. Yeah. I've I've seen the one where Wesley um almost gets molested by a camp counselor. Like the camp counselor touches him, but it's like on the shoulders mm-hmm. and stuff, and it makes him like really uncomfortable. And then he's going to drive a friend home um because his parents, I guess, didn't show up or something. And he's like, oh, I'll drive you home. And then mm-hmm. Wesley's just like, no, don't do it. Yeah. And it was extremely uncomfortable, but not as uncomfortable as the, hello, I'm Christopher Hewitt. 
And I'm Bryce Beckham. Yes. Afterward, oh. where it was like Christopher Hewitt soldiered on through it, but Bryce Beckham was really uncomfortable through the whole thing. Oh, man. Don't let him touch you in your bathing suit area. <laughs> yeah, basically. More truth, guys. I remember this pretty succinctly. I was um, waiting for my dad to pick me up at um, St. Peter's Catholic in Beaconsfield, and it would have been East Detroit at that time. Mm-hmm. And I was there. I was in the parking lot, and a car pulled up, and there was a guy who was like, I'll give you a ride home. And I was oh, like... No. No, I'm good. I was like, it was weird. I just remember it being weird. And I walked away from it. And then my dad pulled up. But I think two kids got into that car. But they might have been like the the, the trap kids. Yeah. Like, because <laughs> I don't remember ever yeah. seeing those kids in school. Yeah. That's weird. It was super weird. Yeah, that's creepy. That's really creepy. Yeah, the ones that be like, it's okay. And I'm like, oh, I don't think no. it's okay. Yeah. Oh, there's my dad. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, I had one of those after school moments. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I had a dude, like when I was a kid, I was like walking behind an apartment building, like from my friend's house, like back to our house. And like, I distinctly remember like being a little skeeved out and like walking a little faster and him walking faster. And like, I took off and like, he took off after me for (gasps) a minute and it scared the shit out of me. And it was like for a, like, yeah, was very upsetting and Ooh. yeah because i was going home like by myself at the time um and then had to call my dad uh who was a cop and be like this guy was and he's like yeah i probably wasn't which is a very cop reaction <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like eh, it's the 80s you're fine now um tell him to knock it off now clean my gun it's in yeah. the sink <laughs> <laughs> the nozzle gets sticky you gotta chew on the end <laughs> Oh. oh, 80s parenting. Um, he leaves, and then it's her reading Playgirl. Yeah. That was weird. That was it another was, like was weird, weird, sexy touch. What I thought episode. was weirdest though was that Christy McNichol was in an episode of or, or in an issue of Playgirl. Yeah. Like uh, okay. I mean, obviously it, it, as an article, not like in the magazine that was of dudes, but still. Yeah. And then they and Oh then, no, Christy McNichol's got a big old hug. <laughs> Christ, he drew a picture of me with a dripping hog. <laughs> he nailed it down to the vein. <laughs> uh, Detroiters on Comedy Central. Check it out. All right. Um, and she's watching um, She's watching a soap opera. She's watching the he, soap opera. He was a doctor. That he was on a doctor on, yeah. So Lee from Group was on the soap opera with the other girl from group that he tried to hit on and didn't want any part of him. Yes. And then she's doing the narration. That's just like, they're all alone, but they want to be together. But they're so afraid of being alone. They do what advertising tells them to do. Right. And then it's a real like advertising's the devil. Yeah. Right. And then it's something like they all want things. Things, things, because I, cause I, yeah. wrote, it, it I had, wrote it all down. <laughs> it had a real leathers and furs vibe. <laughs> it was like they want parchment paper. They want boots. Little kid hats. They want statues that have wigs on them. A muffler. A muffin. Uh, Mazel tov. They want six candies. <laughs> they want three unopened Rolos. They want two <laughs> opened Rolos. 
They want bins, 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 bins full bins, of software, bins, software, bins. software. <laughs> oh, Settlers of Catan with a couple of cards missing. <laughs> <laughs> then she imagines fucking... Dragons. Can you imagine she, dragons? Well, she's shaving her legs. Oh, yeah. She, oh, and and she really rolled up, but for what? Wait, wait a minute. Can we talk about this? She is wearing socks and shaving her legs. It is. Oh, she was, was wearing, she wearing socks? socks. I didn't think she I was. didn't even I thought, pay attention. I thought, she, I thought she had like bare legs. She had bare. She had legs. bare legs, but I th- were they she pushed was down? Anklets. And, oh wow, oh. that's some eighties. She had some real eighties leg shaving shit going yeah. on. Maybe she had a no foot nudity clause. <laughs> if you show a woman shaving her legs with bare feet, men are gonna lose their goddamn minds. Uh, the way I interpret the alien is she's in a human body but has alien feet. <laughs> so she must keep them covered. Which is why she's wearing socks with sandals. <laughs> Later in the episode, we were all horrified by this. The, the only part of her that's alien is her feet. <laughs> that's where her vagina is. <laughs> well, speaking of that, she looks across the room and she sees fucking she Lee? sees Lee and a mysterious woman in red. Is it the Maybe, woman from the I class? Think it was, I think it was Sad Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Okay. Well, she boy oh boy was great at hiding her hair. Because <laughs> <laughs> he opens it up like a scroll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he takes the ponytail like out. One pin waterfall. Drizzling <laughs> like waterfalls. <laughs> And he is in it, and then she goes over to the bed, and they're gone. It's a real aha, take on yeah. me moment. <laughs> and, I need uh, contact. Next scene, same place. They walk in, and it's Johnny Handsome. Yes. And he's picked walks, up Johnny Handsome at a bar. And she's wearing a floral print dress. And I'm like, say it. Say it, Johnny Handsome. Love, love it. it. Love, love it. Love it. I love the apartment. Why? In the, why? Why is that even? Maybe, maybe in the short story, it was a a thing. Maybe she had a really nice apartment and they just kept it. I don't know. I don't but know. But what I do know is that this guy is a pile of garbage because he's talking. Yeah, I can. Or he, uh, you know, you don't really say a lot, but I could get used to that. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Well, I've got a couple things to shut you up. <laughs> Number one. This ball gag. <laughs> Number two, this small to medium penis. This fairly adequate mid-sized penis. Wait, is that a playgirl? All right. All right. So you've seen some real hogs. Yeah. Get ready Prepare for to be disappointed. Get ready for disappointment. Get ready for a piglet. Get ready. Get ready for a piglet. <laughs> Dripping is the only ad- adequate adjective. I'm already coming. Have you, have you ever had a pig in a blanket inside you? You ever have a smoky link? A little smoky when you open the can and one falls, one falls out. That's what it's going to feel like. Your, your pussy's the can. Your pussy's not too big, is it? I should have asked before I came over. God, why are we doing this? Oh, this place is really nice, by the way. 
but also your puss. <laughs> Is it like a cavern? What do we got going on? What do we got going on downstairs? Is it a real uh, cave of wonders? Uh, if, if you're an alien, it's probably going to seem like it's a small penis. But I assure you. I assure you. It's, it's very adequate. <laughs> it is at best average. Hang on. Let me yell at it for a while. It'll get better. Like, you got a pump? Just need to get some blood down there. Do you have a Nerf bat I could hit it with? I'm in a group. I'm in a group. Yeah, that's all we do. Yeah. I'm a bad boy. Bonk, bonk, bonk. Um, so he gets in them alien guts. <laughs> and she she says Ouch. <laughs> Elliot. Ouch. Home. Oh. Wrong hole. Oh. <laughs> Wrong hole. How did it fit in her pee hole? <laughs> I told you it was a mid-size. <laughs> like so. you know when they offer you the very smallest rental car and you're like, I'm gonna go up one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot like, it's that. like that. It's a Kia Sorento. <laughs> Look, give me six months without me touching myself. I swear to God, <laughs> it'll look real big. All right. So, uh, so they do it. And then she says, these humans have a saying. Losing, Losing your, your mind. mind. What? what? <laughs> well, that's the act break, luckily. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back Thank with God more. we can all sit and think about what we've done to deserve this episode. <laughs> We'll be back with more transmissions <laughs> from the dark side after this. Uh, should I do that that commercial for the primal screen thing, or should I n- find something else? I thought we had something else during this. And I felt I was thinking of something that was a little more. Uh, yeah, let me find something. I got something else here. Or do the com- a commercial for Smoky Lakes. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's got to say something like the little sausage with a big bite. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, here we go. You guys ready? One second. Let me turn it up. It's the freak phone. Here's the party freak. Freddy Freaker. There's no sensation. Doing the freak call now. 1-900-490-FREAK. Join the party. The fast and easy way. What's scamming? Call now. 1-900-490-FREAK. What's happening? What's jamming? Party to your drop. Dialing here the action. What's hot and what's not? Call now. one 900 All right, we're back. That's it. We're doing that one. All right. The hell we're doing a different commercial. (laughs) (sighs) You know, when you were looking and like the laptop was kind of away from us, (laughs) I was like, nah, she's not going to. She wouldn't dare. (laughs) Oh, she would. Wouldn't she? And she did dare. And then bam. It's a second encore. encore. <laughs> uh, we are back. and River. <laughs> we're back in White Room, the process group. Yeah. Um, and this is the now heaviest. It's dark. This is the yeah. heaviest part of the episode. I wanted to be a good little girl is what the um, 
she's she wasn't hitting anything. I think that she was just she collapsed crying. Yeah, yeah, she was on top of the pillow. I think yes, and she yeah. I mean, she was going through some. She's really processing dark some shit. some abuse from her father. Yep, yeah. she was processing shame and abuse. And uh, I think that is when Lee moved in to you know quote unquote comfort. And she yells, don't touch me. Mm -hmm. Then he points at her and looks at Claire and goes, bitch is crazy, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Cuckoo. Uh, And then then there's more narration. So. Then she's like, I want to show you my work. Right. (laughs) So this is another moment that if it wasn't obvious, this was written by a man. It's so obvious this this was written by a man because... It's got a real penthouse letters feel. I wrote down, dick cures everything. Yep. (laughs) Like it really has. Oh, you're a lesbian? Well, not until you sleep with me, baby. Father abused you? Let me fuck that out of (laughs) you. Right. Like, I have a magic wand between my legs, if you didn't know. Yeah. After, because, I mean, we'll just cut to the chase. They fuck, right? She comes, or he comes over. Claire and and Lee do it. Um, Raw dog, you know what I mean? <laughs> squish, squish. What do you uh, skin to skin? I don't. Uh, the old P and the V, hmm? dipping that dipstick in the oil well. You know what I mean? No, I, I no. don't think I. He know. took the hound dog to the kennel. Are you talking about the little Smokey in the van? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the little Smokey in the tiny bandit. Yeah. That's something else. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody was whistling Dixie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so after they have sex, she it, start- she dials the freak phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, she wanted to know what was happening, what was scamming, scamming from, from New York, New York, York to LA. LA. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, only two dollars a call. <laughs> so violent creatures can be so tender. Right. Nothing prepared me for this. Again, dick cures everything. Dude laid the pipe. Yeah. So f- I guess now we're she's... all one good deep dicking away from all of our problems oh, being man. <laughs> being solved. If you've got a magic dick, <laughs> send, <laughs> write it on a postcard and send it to two six one East Nine, nine mile. mile. Care uh, of Magic Wand. Ferndale, <laughs> <laughs> Michigan. Uh, we're back to group. And now it's her turn at yes. group. Oh, okay. So the leader of the process group walks up to Claire and is like, it's your turn. And Claire's like, no. And then the leader of the process group touches Claire's hair. She caresses her hair. Brings her hand back. Claire has an, like, not, not the character look, the actor look of what are you doing? <laughs> she kind of tugs a curl a little bit. Yeah. And then it goes back to the process group leader, and she's like, Urkel, like... Human did, shrug emoji. Did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> she did do that. But uh, she leads uh, Claire to the pillow with the padded bat. Mm-hmm. And she's like, say... You never loved me enough. Would that work for you? Well, it it wasn't just that. It was, say you never loved me enough to your mother. Right. Sorry. Because that, that stuck out to me as like, 
What, you, you, what makes you, you think that it was the mother's fault? It's always oh, right. the mother's it fault. It was written by a guy. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> She's just fucking nagging you all the time. Telling Say you, to get you a never job. loved me enough to the wife of Jed Bershani. <laughs> Jed Bershani. Who's that? Don't worry about it. She'll know. Zed. It's Zed Mercenary. So. What if it'd be a great character? Zed Mercenary walks in and he just fucks them. (laughs) Fucks them healthy. This will fix it. He's like, God, I can't I can't make another porno. (laughs) But I have all these playgirls in here. I've got it. So she ends up having a breakdown. At first, she can't commit to it, and then she's hitting it and hitting it, and then she starts crying and shouting, you never loved me enough. Uh, and now she's pissed because she is, uh, now she's in touch with human emotions. Yeah, at this point, at this point, I wrote, it's go, go, not cry, cry. <laughs> um, but so what I loved about the moment when the the quote-unquote therapist is telling her do this and she the, she kind of looks at her and she just goes let's see what happens yeah. <laughs> it's oh, like when oh, bill okay. murray gets baptized as Criswell. oh yeah, yeah. sure <laughs> <laughs> do you accept jesus christ as your lord and savior <laughs> sure <laughs> dunk <laughs> um so now she's on the ground crying. The voiceover says those lines about losing, losing my, your mind. mind. But the whole group is around her. She is in a kind of fetal esque mm-hmm. position, and the, it freezes. It is another still frame. Yeah, that they it's, hold. It's like, oh, is that the episode over? But no. Well, it is over. Not yet. In terms of film. Because <laughs> that videotape is done. <laughs> In another moment of episode. Well, because she still goes over to his, she goes over to Lee's apartment. Yeah. And that's where said Anna, Anne Hathaway is there. There are two and breakdowns she, in this Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She, and that's where she loses her goddamn mind. And tries to kill she Tries Sad. to kill Sad Anne Hathaway because she, yeah. now she's jealous. Um, and then she's back at group and she's yelling at everybody that uh, she's ruined everything now because now she can feel and because she can feel she can never go home. And the my mission is over. I know what it is to be human. Solitude. I want to be solitude. <laughs> Dan. I am DB. But it was another one where like, they freeze framed on yeah. her. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we done Beta yet? Nope. Still, still got to keep going. Still, still have more. All right. Okay. Just intermission on there. Yep. That's the episode. Let's go to the writers' room. What would you change? This was a tough one, man. Yeah. This is. Okay. This and and to be fair, 
this feels very much like a time capsule. This feels this episode and the obsession commercial feel very much cut from that same time period. Yeah. So maybe this worked in 88. I don't know if it did. It it definitely felt okay. They did not go surreal enough. I feel like mm-hmm. they kind of just were like, oh, we're, we're going to make it arty. So it's going to be dark and it's going to be black and white. It's going to be the white of truth of the process room to the darkness of her mind in the in her apartment. Mm-hmm. You know, and I it was like, guys. white and dark has been used so much Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. sure okay but here's my suggestion keep everything exactly the same and at the end everybody in the process group admits they're an alien oh that's awesome oh i like that and that they take off their faces or you know like they have some kind of like alien they take off their socks reveal their alien (laughs) (laughs) but i felt like that would be like yeah you're ready now or or, uh, to to do something else um along that vein they were waiting to get her to confess to being an alien to i mean i don't want to say kidnap her but to uh, you know imprison her her. yeah to study her to to imprison her as an alien because yeah. the, just having everybody as an alien um, definitely would would work better than than what we got. Right. Well, um, then I felt like it would be ever truly going native. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. That that's kind of where my mind was with that. But I also understand what you're saying. Capturing her also would work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That they knew the whole time. Yeah. Because I mean, it it still would fit the the title because she would be going native with the people and then they um i don't want to say turn on her but they you know essentially do well because the white room truly seemed like an alien spacecraft to me was why i was led kind of down that path yeah you know that it would have explained away a lot of the oddness of the of the episode Mm -hmm. what do you think jen um About making changes or about... Yeah, what, what would you change, yeah, what would you if change? anything? Uh, I like the idea of them all being like aliens at the end or like this whole thing was an experiment and either, mm-hmm. you know, you pull out and it's either the aliens watching her from two-week glass saying she's not ready to go down there yet mm-hmm. or um, or it's humans who are doing experiments. That would have been great. I that, would have taken that, that pullback. That actually reminds me of a Twilight Zone episode. That's exactly mm-hmm. where I was thinking, which in a weird way, this episode kind of has Twilight Zone pacing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'd agree, but a sexy Twilight Zone. Right. Twilight Zone in the 80s. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who was... I don't. Did everybody finish their thought? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Give us a scale, Jen. Uh, all right. Scale of one to ten really lovely places. That's <laughs> yeah, about a four lovely place. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd probably give it a five and a half. I'm going to give it five lovely places. I I gave it low just because we've come off of a couple real hot ones. We came ones. off yeah. a couple real yeah. hot apps, yeah. yeah. 
but I do think that I my scale is completely fucked at this point. Like mm-hmm. I don't even know what a four means. Yeah, anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that has be... become really difficult as we've gone on. It's yeah. because they are all are all so wildly different. Yeah, I, maybe we need like a rubric for the next show we go into or something. Right. Yeah. I mean, maybe uh, maybe what we need to do is have multiple ratings because sometimes a show is poorly made, but the show still succeeds in spite of that and sometimes it's well made and it's just a pile of garbage yeah we never really have discussed what that rating i mean there have been episodes that have been terrible episodes but were so entertaining to me that i gave them a higher score yeah mm-hmm. maybe we need a three-tier rating scale let's make it yeah. a lot more complex yeah i mean for <laughs> for monsters i yeah. think we should just it can't all be dick jokes we gotta do the work we gotta <laughs> do the work we gotta do the work. Weebo wobbo. wobbo. One of us. One of us. Um, congratulations to this week's winner of the Dark Side Guess. Congratulations to this week's winner of the Dark Side Guess. Ryan Carpenter, you have an Amazon gift card coming your way. If you would like to be a winner of the Dark Side Guess, all you need to do is be following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash T from the Dark Side. That's also where you can follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at TFTDSpod. You can even go directly to our website, TFTDSpod.com, and subscribe through any of the means that you like to. Uh, write, review us on iTunes if you would, if you'd be so kind, or wherever you listen to your podcast spread the word tell somebody boy is that helpful that like, would be great thanks guys would be really nice um am i forgetting anything and thank you for listening yeah thanks yeah. for uh, going yeah. with us on this uh, this goofy ride as we what would the what would be the changes that you would make to the episode we'd love to hear it oh yeah. shit yeah. yeah you know what we need to ask that question every time next time yes yeah. That, that's for the, the writers. That's room. the new yeah. uh, new goal for monsters. That's a new goal for monsters. More opportunities for you to tell us your thoughts. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Um. Yeah. Anything else? I forget. Try to try enjoy to the daylight. Ooh. Try to enjoy the daylight, everybody. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye. Transmissions from the dark side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by. Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Belly Ape Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTBSPod. Email us at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Until next time. Try to enjoy the daylight.